Coming up on 5-Minute News. Vladimir Putin orders forces to maintain peace in eastern Ukraine. Recognition of Ukraine's rebels raises threat level of war. And Colombia legalizes abortion up to 24 weeks. It's Tuesday, February 22. I'm Anthony Davis. Russian President Vladimir Putin claimed he was ordering forces on Monday to maintain peace in separatist regions of eastern Ukraine, hours after the Kremlin recognized the area's independence. The announcement raised fears that an invasion was imminent, if not already underway. The Kremlin decree, spelled out in an order signed by Putin, left unclear when or even whether troops would enter Ukraine, but it brought swift promises of new sanctions from the US and other Western nations and underscored the steep challenges they face in staving off a military conflict they have portrayed as near-inevitable. The Kremlin's announcement came just hours after Putin, in a rambling, fact-bending discourse on European history, recognised the independence of the eastern separatist regions, paving the way to provide them military support and antagonising Western leaders who regard such a move as a breach of world order. The US and other nations scrambled to respond, calling for an emergency meeting of the UN Security Council. The White House issued an executive order to restrict investment and trade in the separatist regions, and additional measures, likely sanctions, were to be announced today. The developments came amid a spike in skirmishes in the eastern regions that Western powers believe Russia could use as a pretext for an attack on the Western-looking democracy that has defied Moscow's attempts to pull it back into its orbit. Putin justified his decision in a far-reaching pre-recorded speech blaming NATO for the current crisis and calling the US-led alliance an existential threat to Russia. It was a piece of fast-moving political theatre in Moscow, a carefully orchestrated political announcement, years in the making. Russian President Vladimir Putin moved quickly on Monday to recognise the independence of separatist regions in eastern Ukraine, framing his show of defiance against the West in a series of nationally televised appearances that came amid Western fears of a Russian invasion in Ukraine. The quick move by Putin represents a sharp change of course for the Kremlin, which in the past hoped to use a 2015 peace agreement brokered by France and Germany to have Ukraine's rebel regions gain more power inside the country to stymie its bid for NATO membership. The strategy didn't work because most Ukrainians resented the deal as a betrayal of national interests and its implementation has stalled. The recognition of the rebel regions came as over 170,000 Russian troops have surrounded Ukraine from three sides in what the US and its allies saw as a sign of an imminent invasion. The US has warned that Moscow could try to create the pretext for attacking Ukraine with false flag attacks in the volatile rebel east or other similar action. The Russian president spent a large part of his address denigrating Ukraine and trying to delegitimize the country as a creation of the communist rulers of the Soviet Union. He said sarcastically that Ukraine could be named after Soviet founder Vladimir Lenin, who had handed over wide swathes of Russia's historic lands to it. 
It was not immediately clear whether Russian military action would be regarded by the West as the start of an invasion of Ukraine that the United States and its allies have warned about for weeks, since the area was already controlled by Russian-backed separatists and Moscow in practice. There was no word on the size of the force Putin was dispatching, but the decree said Russia now has the right to build military bases in the breakaway regions and that troops' mission would be to uphold the peace. Colombia became the latest country in Latin America to expand access to abortion on Monday as the nation's constitutional court voted to legalize the procedure until the 24th week of pregnancy. The decision by the tribunal of nine judges fell short of the expectations of pro-choice groups that had been pushing for abortion to be completely decriminalized in Colombia. But it was nevertheless described as an historic event by women's rights groups, which estimate 400,000 women get clandestine abortions in the country each year. Before the ruling, Colombia allowed abortions only when a woman's life was in danger, a fetus had malformations, or a pregnancy resulted from rape. Now, women in Colombia will be able to get abortions until the 24th week of their pregnancy without having to provide any justification. After the 24th week of pregnancy, abortion will still be restricted to women whose health is in danger. The lawsuit argued that restrictions on abortion discriminated against women from low-income areas for whom it was harder to get legal abortions because they had less access to doctors, lawyers or psychologists who could help them to prove that carrying out pregnancies would put their health at risk. Elsewhere in Latin America, Argentina, Uruguay and Cuba also allow abortions without restrictions until certain stages of pregnancy, while in Mexico, a Supreme Court ruling recently said that women cannot be tried in court for terminating their pregnancies. Latin America is also a region where some countries prohibit the termination of pregnancy without exception, like in El Salvador, Nicaragua, Honduras and the Dominican Republic. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Hello everyone, my name is Tom Kearns and I host the Anglo-Saxon England podcast, where I cover the history and culture of England from the departure of the Romans in the 5th century to the Norman Conquest in 1066. So far we've surveyed the collapse of Roman rule in Britain, the migration of the Anglo-Saxons and the history of Northumbria from its beginnings in the mists of legend to its destruction at the hands of Viking raiders in the 9th century. I hope you'll come and give it a go.